I went in to refill the coffee, mm-hmm. uh, I heard all the dogs like wrestling in there and everything. And when I walked in, they all looked at me like they were in the middle of wrestling. And as I walk in, Coraline's on her back, paws up in the air, looking mm-hmm. over at me. Athena's got one paw on Coraline's chest and she just stops and looks at me. And Roxy was like weirdly somehow in between them. But all three of that was like mid action pose. They all just stopped and looked at me like we weren't we weren't doing nothing. <laughs> That's funny. It was pretty funny. Wow. So it's hilarious. Yeah. It was it was a good time. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was quite funny. So go ahead and start it. Actually, they sound funny. I'm already recording. That's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I was. I was. We've been recording for a whole minute. Yeah. Do Brian want- got that story like I wanted. Thanks, Brian. Oh, All right. it's in there. That's good. Um, do you want this last donut, Rich? Or Brian? I mean, do, you, do I? <sighs> Am I the we- only one that really feels bad taking the last thing? How about this, Rich? <sighs> Take the donut. I'll have my chips. Ooh. Oh, hand, him, hand him his chips. All right. I'm you get the, the last donut. You can have the last donut. I got. I got to be honest. I've probably had far more of my share of these donuts. Well, it isn't even awesome, I think I then, had three. Okay, I gave two to my wife and my father-in-law. Not each, but they both had one. Okay. You've had three. Brian, ha- you've had I'm two? Two to three? Okay. Have the last donut, Rich. Welcome, everyone, to the Nerd Archive. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. Make sure to catch the show. Every I'm having the last donut. He's having the last donut. Um, make sure to catch the show and talk to us uh, on YouTube. That's when Daniel met Rich. If you Google the show, uh, the channel is when Daniel met Rich. But you'll find the Nerd Archive there too. We're finding a way to syndicate and you know make the Nerd Archive its own thing. Um, we are. Yeah, I'm not gonna get excited and and forwardly into the whole like scheduling thing because I have things to share with people. But if you do want to talk to us, you can do that on Facebook. When Daniel Met Rich is also where you find us, and then on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. You can also email us at WhenDanielMetRich at gmail.com. We might need some feedback because we're changing things up a little bit. Mouthful of donut. We're changing things up a little bit, okay? We're stretching ourselves thin. We're thinking to ourselves, how do we do more for you guys? How do we do more things that we want to do that are special? Well, we're stretching ourselves thin in terms of what we're doing right now, which is releasing an episode of When Daniel Met Rich every single Monday and releasing an episode of The Nerd Archive every single Wednesday. But we are going to slow our roll. Yes. And we are only going to release one of those episodes once every other week. So you're going to be hearing this episode on a Monday, and then the week following this, you will find When Daniel Met Rich waiting for you. Yes. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, listeners who listen that often, oh man, this sucks. I'm only going to get one episode a week. That's for you. That's a gift. Oh, thank you. Um, Wait, for me or the listeners? <laughs> Both. Why can't it be for all? It's for everyone now. Um, So, uh, Rich farted. And we... We thought it quite well. We're stretching ourselves thin, and we have all these extra things we want to do. So, uh, sad thing is, is that shows aren't coming as often, but you're still getting your shows. They might actually be longer because we're going to have way more to talk about, seeing right. as we're only meeting once every other week to record and then releasing them yep. um, one every week. But 
I can tell you this. We have every single weekend planned out between now and the end of the year. Yep. Which means more content, more videos. Um, and we're actually looking into next year as well. Yeah. Just when we had the meeting this past week, we were just like, there's so many things we want to do and we just don't have time. So this is an effort for us to make that time. Exactly. So you're going to see more, you know, I know uh, I, everyone loved that Harry Potter catch up. People were very, very fond of the Harry Potter catch-up. Yes. So that exists in its place, and uh, y'all can catch that. And uh, uh, we want to do more things like that. But we don't always have the extra time when we're recording two shows a week. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. I mean, it there, is a there, lot. there are people that get paid to do this kind of thing that don't record two shows a week. Yeah. <laughs> we aren't making a cent doing this. So... Uh, you guys uh, are going to get less of that, but more in other places, I promise you. Like I said, we have every weekend um, planned out. Next week, we're yep. going to get together and we're going to play Super Mario Party. Yeah, we are. And we're going to release a video of that on YouTube. So, among yeah. other things, like I said, lots of fun Halloween things, lots of fun things happening in November. Crimes of Grindelwald review will happen. Yeah. And um, without getting too much further into it, we're also going to play Super Smash Bros. in December. But those are just uh, some of the smaller things yeah, that are going to happen. Yeah, other stuff. Like there's going to be Daniel educates me on Lost. I educate Daniel on Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And then we have the battle. Eventually. Eventually. But first we have to do our background. We have to do our full disclosure of all... Mm -hmm. Of all things. But, you know, just like in a court of law, everybody has to be on the same playing field. Exactly, yeah. I think that, you know, and in, in, in doing this, does it mean less Nerd Archive and less WDMR? Yes. Does that mean more of, like, special things? Very much so. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you guys will, you, there's definitely a lot to look forward to in terms of the special things we're going to do for yep. the show from now on. So... We're going to pace ourselves. We're going to do it much more intelligently. Brian's going to learn how to edit like a mofo pro over here. Yes. Push him to his limits. Cue the Rocky we're gonna, scene. Eye of the Tiger. But it all takes place in front of a computer because we're editing yeah. video. Yeah. It's true. Anyways, we need that montage. You know. It's going to happen. It's, it's about time that we saw something accurate in movies as far as I'm 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 digging it. I really am. <laughs> really good. I, you're throwing off what I'm saying because I'm digging it so fucking hard. <laughs> you're Oops, like, I cut that. Uh, <laughs> loving it. Loving it. Anyway, Rich, I'm completely derailed of what I was okay. saying. That's so okay. Well, that's no, great. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right back on the rails. <laughs> right, right back on the rails. right back on those uh, web swinging yeah, rails. Rich, web swinger rails. you've been playing Spider Man. I have been playing lots. of of Spider-Man. And you know I now. Finally, finally you got know it the truth. kicked off this week and my god, is it amazing. Mm -hmm. It is probably They're spectacular. It is probably the my top game of the past 5 years, even over Breath of the Wild. Over? Over really? Breath of the Wild. Spider-Man combines elements of three of my favorite games. In such a expert way that I I can't see me stop playing this for a long time. You know how Same. I got into Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm getting that level of into 
mm-hmm. Spider-Man. And I was, I, I mean, I made mention of this earlier. I told you you were yeah. going to get addicted like that yeah. just because, I mean, it, you know, Spider-Man's got such a clever way of, of making bite-sized goals, yep. right? Um, in terms of, of getting in and then, you know, do I have five minutes to do this? Yeah, you have five minutes to do that and a bunch of other things, you right. know what I mean? But, you know, and then the deeper you get, the more things become, um, you know, uh, unveiled as well. Even up until the end of the game, they're going to give you more things to do. Yeah. Throughout the world, which is astonishing, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, there's one of the games that I used to play quite a bit until I hit the wall and then had to uh, go elsewhere, was Prototype. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember this game. Um, I, I know of it. Uh, the BFFFF Joe's a big fan of Prototype. Okay. Prototype is a zombie outbreak game, pretty much, where you are patient zero. You are the guy that... Mm-hmm. Isn't it like Venom the, the game, basically? Pretty much, okay. yeah. Right. Okay, so you're... You're just going crazy all over New York and you're filling in your web of intrigue, which is kind of like picking up backpacks that are all over the city. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So between Prototype and Spider-Man, if I ever were to visit New York City, I would be able to find my way around pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because Manhattan, at least. I know those maps so well. However, I would be looking for research stations or military outposts or just based on playing prototype and Spider-Man. Right. So those would be landmarks that wouldn't exist that I would be looking for. Um, the uh, it, So it kind of marries up the best qualities of Breath of the Wild, Assassin's Creed, and mm-hmm. prototype, mm-hmm. and then put it in a Spidey suit that you can change. Yeah. As you go through the yes. game, which is pretty awesome. It is. And I love that they don't make you stick the powers to the suit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was so worried about that. It's that customizability that, that you know, um, gives it that next level. It's like they understand, you know, despite the fact that this is a Spider-Man game and it's going to have linear aspects of it inside of the open world, that it's still, you know, giving players choice is a big deal. Yeah. So I've unlocked about 12 suits now. I've unlocked the entire map. I've collected about half the backpacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got about halfway through the Black Cat nice. uh, stakeouts. Yep. I've almost got all the research stations. I got maybe half the landmarks. I'm only 33% into the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. <laughs> Super cool. I remember, well, because I remember getting all the backpacks before I finished Act One of the story because there's three acts of the story. Okay. And before I finished act one, I got finished with like the, the, um, I did all the backpacks and I'm like, okay, well this is, you know, it's all a chunk out of the way. And then I, and like, as you go through the rest of the acts, they like unveil more and more things for you to like collect and to do. And that it got to the point that I was like, okay. And even after you finish a game, after you get all the suits, there's like a hidden spider suit that you can unlock nice by doing the final, uh, set of collectibles. <laughs> which I haven't gone back to do. I'm kind of like one of those guys where like I like doing it and I haven't 100%ed it yet. Yeah. But um I also like the, when I beat the story I just like I feel complete there. That one was loud. That's for you. That's uh, a gift. Uh, but I I yeah, no. It's, it's A kiss from the Irish straws. It'll be cool for you to go back and listen to the listen to the review and be like I agree with everything that him and Joe said. Oh, you listened to the whole thing? I listened to the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay, I so you know the spoiler stuff. 
Yeah, I'm okay with it. That was okay. I it's figured fine. as much. So I mean, I was, it, it I, doesn't make the game any less amazing. Exactly. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Because when I was playing it, I was like, okay, I don't think there's anything they can say that's going to change my enjoyment of this game. Exactly. So yeah. I'm just going to roll. Yep. Yeah. So I listened to it and I was like, okay, so I got that to look forward to, that to look forward to, that to look forward to. And now I'm going to immediately forget everything I've heard and just play this game. Exactly. So stay until after the credits, though. Yeah. What else did you well, use? Well, of week? course, it's Marvel. Um, <laughs> oh, f- I got you fruit. haven't even gotten to the, have you gotten to the cameo yet? The cameo. Yes. Okay. Yes. You did. Yes. Did you like that? I don't think we talked about that in the review. So I don't think you did either, but, but I saw it, yeah. Okay. And I was like, of course. In the restaurant? Of course, yeah. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's immediately after the uh, the first MJ mission. Oh, so. it is, isn't it? Yeah. For any of you who like Marvel, who cameos in every single Marvel movie, well, he does it in Spider-Man, so yeah. look forward to that. Yeah, so I... Yeah, I, I was trapped in that office for a little while in that MJ mission, and I was like, how do I get out of this? And you were like, I don't remember. And I was like, son of a... <laughs> but I figured it out. You know, there's only so much you can do in there before you finally start getting what you're supposed to be it's doing true. and everything. So, yeah. yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. I kind of want to go play it. <laughs> right now. But we're you in just want to stop recording. Or is it, yeah, you like, know what? Let's just move the PS4 in here in the middle of I'll the just, episode. I'll just be like, Daniel, you go through the news. I'm going to go play. I'll scream at whatever <laughs> I hear that I like. You know? <laughs> right. You'll just get off camera, Rich. I'll just call you on the phone. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. What else did you do this week? Um, Didn't really have a lot of time this week. Just okay. in work. And when you do have to, that spare time, you're going back to Spider-Man. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, I did get a little bit further into the new season of BoJack Horseman. Okay. I uh, got a little bit further in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even think to look at American Vandal, but it's going to happen eventually. That's all right. Eventually. That's all right. I'm not near as upset about you not watching American Vandal as I am that Brian hasn't seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. So, which is something that I watched. This last week. It was nice. actually yesterday. Um, I saw it on Netflix and I was like, you know what? This is, it's time for a, yeah. you know, a biannual uh, watch of Scott yeah. Pilgrim versus the world. I got, I got your text yesterday and immediately thought, all right, let's do lunch, Pam McQuack. Yeah. But it's not the name of the song. <laughs> we are sex, babam. Yes. Oh, man. It's a great movie. No, great, it's the best movie. movie. And it's like, I, I honestly got to say, I think it's the best video game movie. Is it technically a video game movie? No. But it is a video game movie and a comic book movie at the same time Well, when you really think about it. The comic was a comic of a video game, right? No. No? The comic was a, was just an original comic. They finished the movie before the comics were actually finished, so the ending does not line up um, particularly. Okay. I don't think, but it's still, and I don't know, the comic, the comic is still very different from the movie. In yeah, its own way. So, um, well, no, but the comic, the comic inspired the movie. Yes, and the comic, it, I didn't read the comic yet, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my understanding of it was that it was a comic of a video game. I could be wrong on. This. No, it's not. At okay, all. they made the video game afterwards, which unfortunately isn't out now because they lost licensing rights. Well, but. No, no, no. What what I'm saying is that the comic is Scott Pilgrim is a video game character. He is the the comic 
exists in a world that how can I explain this? Right. Well, no, it could be. Like, I mean, if, well, no, like I if mean, Super Mario, bro, like if Mario from Super Mario Brothers had a comic book about his life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what I thought Scott Pilgrim versus the World was. Yeah, it basically is. I mean, it really okay. is, right? Because it's all done in the fashion of the, you know, it's done in the fashion of the the games, right? Yeah. And that's where they take off with it in the movie, too, right? Okay. Is like Edgar, right? I mean, I yeah. think in the first 45 minutes, you've heard all kinds of Zelda Oh yeah, sounds and music. Yeah. you know what I mean. All the sound effects. Um, you know, and the little things when he walks into the bathroom and it's like you know P bar, you know the the, the golden P bar just drops because he yeah. peed. You know, it's all the funny things like that that just make that movie just so funny. And I, yeah. I also I feel like people like you and me and uh, Brian eventually, uh, we connect with it because it's got a very sporadic. I haven't really watched it in depth since I really got into film mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about what films I want to make but as I'm watching it I'm just kind of like you know what this is very like they go through things fast and the way they change scenes yeah. and the way they move in and out of stuff um, I mean I can't think of a you know it is a very ADHD movie to yeah, watch it is. when you watch it oh, but that's yeah. what makes you know um, it it got shit on critically a little bit for that but I'm just kind of like it, I'm, I, yeah so it's not yeah. He's a vegan. He is a vegan. Um, and it's well, it's so funny because he was dating Captain Marvel in that movie too. I know. That's <laughs> awesome, right, Brandon Ruth? Uh, for those of you not watching the video, Richard just pointed at the uh, Superman cups that we drink out of the Superman Returns cups with Brandon Ruth on it. Brandon Ruth plays a uh, seminal vegan evil ex that Scott the, Pilgrim fights. The vegan boyfriend of an evil yes. ex. Yes, another or, wait, evil ex. Oh, no, he is the evil ex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, is. my bad. He also, uh, another funny thing is, uh, I have to say, since watching Ke- the Captain America films and all the Marvel films that I love, uh, Chris Evans is Lucas Lee, the evil oh, ex. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my, he's so funny. He's so funny. He's just so cocky and funny, but to the point that, like, initially you just hate him the first time watching. I'm like, okay, so this guy's just a jerk. And then I watch all the Captain Americas, and I see the Captain, uh, you know, um, I see Captain America and all the Avengers and stuff, and I'm like, actually, like, him as Lucas Lee might be the funniest thing yeah. <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> so, anyways, I think it's a really down-to-earth movie for how, you know, out there it is. And yeah. for that reason, yep. um, I don't know. It's definitely a cult classic. It bombed bad at the box office. I was looking it up. It yeah. did not do well, and it, was it makes just, me so sad. I think it was because it was just timing. It, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, things like that. And that, and that can totally help or hurt a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some movies that really should not be successful, but their timing right. is perfect. Right. Okay, there's no reason that Jurassic World should be so big or loved, but it's always the popcorn summer movie, and it's that's true. what Well, also dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. If they yeah, put dinosaurs in Scott Pilgrim. That's true. Boom. That is true. Hit. Uh, yeah, dinosaurs definitely help Yeah, definitely. Movies. If, they put, if they put dinosaurs in Solo, yeah. boom, box office hit. Yeah, I think I've solved. Uh, I think I've solved the box office issue. We just yeah. need to put dinosaurs. I mean, in everything. you could put Evangeline Lily no. in a movie with dinosaurs, and it would just be. It would blow know, up. It would be a blockbuster. It would. Yeah, yeah. she'd be nominated for stuff. The Oscar goes to <sighs> the T Rex <laughs> from Evangeline <laughs> Lily the movie. <laughs> you see the stage. <laughs> Here comes the short arms. <laughs> <laughs> They're like holding the Oscar. They're like, 
They just kind of toss it in the air and just take off off stage. But I can totally see Neil Patrick Harris doing that. Yeah, anyway. the same, right? The musical number. Yes. And he gets eaten at the last second. But hey, whatever. Uh, I was going someplace with this. So yeah, Scott Pilgrim was really good. And uh, like, I want to sing a line from this movie that I watched. Um attentively for the first time I, I remember i got it on netflix back when before they were streaming i got it like delivered to me because i was like curious about it but then i didn't watch it because i just at my age i wasn't ready for it okay this is a, a line from the beginning of the movie where they have a musical number <clears throat> if i could have one more wish i would like a delicious fish <laughs> oh jeez. anyone uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. When the dolphins are leaving. So long and thanks for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. I just, I was dying. Oh that, God. that whole movie is just like, it gets a little dorky 2003-ish throughout the movie because it, you know. Because it, of Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah basically. Okay. And no, that that's one we, okay. Oh, he's go, writing go something down. Okay. So anyways, so we're getting through the, uh, the movie, but like in the beginning where there's just this one long shot of this dolphin with the open mouth and it's like partially slow motion. He's just kicking back and it's the kid, it, like it's this big dorky musical number, but then it's the kid singing. I was just so enraptured with that moment. I was probably laughing for like five minutes straight and I could not control myself. Have you read the books? No. Oh my I God. haven't the trilogy of five books. No, I have not. <laughs> I I oh, I, I have wow. to say. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm getting through Lord of the Rings, and that was another thing on my list that I was going to talk about. I'm getting through Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like I'm looking forward to finishing the book so I can get back to video games and like okay. finishing video games because with me I don't want to start. Media comes out so fast yeah. these days for all of us. It's I don't think there's one person who's going to listen to this or talk to someone. Like I think it's wide across the board. There's no way to keep up with everything. Absolutely. Let alone start something. You know. And if we try to keep up with everything, we just end up starting a bunch of things. Right. And not finishing. Yeah. Those things. Right. Which we yeah. want to do. Um. So I have to like I have to pace myself. Do I have games? I've been ready to jump into like four games this yeah. week. Ever since I finished um, Spider Man. Ever since I finished, uh, um, I did get into Destiny and leveled up a little bit because um, there's a lot more to do since the expansion came out, which is a solid solid expansion. Um, yeah. Really fun. But I uh, I got in to do that, but I just I can't keep up with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the but. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read the first one. You mm-hmm. don't have to read the whole series. Read the first one. It's hilarious. I bet. It's it's super funny. It's If you want to continue, there's the other books, but the first one is the one that's really worth the read. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, but I'm going to want to read the whole series, though. Like, it, I mean, it's yeah, like if they're there, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's I would have to get burned down on them, but it sounds like there's six. Well, you know? I've gone back and read the entire saga Mm-hmm. Let's not even call it a trilogy. The whole saga of Hitchhiker's Guide seven times now. Really? Yeah. Are they easy reads then? They're not difficult reads. Okay. They, I wouldn't call them easy reads, but they're so funny that it's worth it. That whole segment with the sperm whale that, oh, <laughs> that yeah. was the, like falling. The, and the bowl of petunias just goes, oh, no, not again. Oh, not again. <laughs> and it says, which yeah. leads us to, to now, believe that we have more to understand about the, the universe than we really think. <laughs> yes. I love the platypus bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that it can be used logically in an argument to either prove or disprove the existence of God. 
in either direction. I know, right? So that <laughs> So there's so many things of that. Yeah, but yeah, but, no, the show I actually like I kind of like finished that te- that that movie thinking like we could actually subscribe to this. Oh, in yeah. terms of any kind of like religion in the way you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is something else that I really, really loved about it. And it was a fun loving way of like kind of like, you know, the way also Hitchhiker's Guide always points to this ultimate fact of like, yeah, there's the question. Yeah. But who cares? Enjoy it. Pretty Enjoy much. Enjoy things while we're here. Make, yeah. Make fun of the funny ideas like a sperm whale who's suddenly like brought mm-hmm. into existence. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of feet in the air yeah and it only has the time until it hits the ground yeah. to really cope with existence <laughs> cope with its own existence and it's yes. like coming towards the ground i wonder if it'll be friends with me boom <laughs> so funny it was so funny um but no yeah and i'm yeah. watching this i'm like great i'm gonna want to read these books now <laughs> and i've got games to play damn it yeah uh especially red dead because that's coming out um at the end of next month oh yeah just, oh man i'm so ready yeah. So yeah. ready for that game, which has a first person mode now. Nice. Another reason for you not to play it. Um no, well, I'm sure that's you for, yeah. You still need to play the first Red Dead. I I man, have to play my way through it. I played quite a bit of it. I didn't think that Rockstar could make a game that would make me cry. And I did. <laughs> I'd bawled like a baby at the end of that game. I mean, Grand Theft Auto three was the one that I played to the end. Mm-hmm. But I saw the potential in what Rockstar could be, right? With with playing mm-hmm. that one through to the end. No, they're top notch. They're just amazing. Yeah. So uh, I actually finished both of the TV shows I was watching. Nice. I was on vacation this last week. Vacation yeah. at home. Um, a staycation, if you will. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was a staycation uh-huh. where they. Uh, uh, so I finished American Vandal season two. Nice. Which. I mean, again, when you're watching watching a scene where, where the kids are just trying to get an answer out of a teacher and they approach them in the classroom and they're like, we know you ate the shit. Just admit to it. And he's screaming, get out, get out, because he's been bribed uh, with a with a trip to to nice. uh, uh, they take the kids to like um, like on a leisurely vacation every yeah. year. And he like suddenly became the uh, uh, the soul. There's usually multiple, but he became the sole chaperone nice. of that vacation. That the kids go on. It's so Excellent. funny. But um so I finished that and then I finished Jack Ryan. Nice. What a top notch T V yeah. show that that turned it? out to be. So into it. Um Jack Ryan was you know, initially you're going into it thinking like, you know, is this gonna be another like Tom Clancy thing? But also if they're gonna make it into a TV show, how are they going to, you know, um str- stretch it out so yeah. it's legitimate and legitimately entertaining and not just a, you know, long play of a short movie right it was totally worth the villain i thought man i was in the literal edge of my seat at the end of that show because it's this is a smart bad guy that they've created in the show and i got john krasinski is awesome but man that villain yeah they give him so many layers and they make him so so very smart that's that's what's firing so well on all these things yeah is is that they're making these villains so compelling Mm -hmm. And relatable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's what's making these properties so good. Mm-hmm. Just you know, Thanos being like, "There's limited resources. We have to manage them." And exactly. this is how. This is the best, most efficient way of managing them. 
I think this might be one of the more compelling terrorists yeah. of any, you know, um, a fiction uh, political thriller nice. I've ever, ever watched. You see him, you know, at home, he's a family man. He loves his kids. He's yeah. been through so many things. He loves his brother. And then, you know, you watch this system, you know, uh, fail him. And the show is almost even more about the reality of the situation and the world and the way it turns these people into these people. Right. Because this guy, um, you know, we get we keep getting flashbacks of this terrorist who is like the next Osama bin Laden. Right. And we get flashbacks to him to him applying for a job as a head banker yeah, at a prestigious French bank yeah. because he went to school. He got a degree after he got turned down. His, his uh, brother is getting busted for marijuana by racist French cops. Yeah. And this is something that I experienced firsthand as well. Um, playing gears of war four. Um, yeah. funny enough as it is was um, I was playing uh, during the day on one of my off days when I was waiting tables last year and I was playing horde mode and these guys just totally got into it a couple of guys that live in Britain and they were talking about all of their um, Islamic immigrants and one of them was one from a different part of the UK one of them was from a more modern part of the UK yeah and the one from northern UK was using all of these like racist terms for them to use over there and I got to listen to these guys now horde mode is 50 rounds of harder and harder and harder so when you're playing horde mode you got to strap down and be ready for at least two and a half hours of gameplay and I got to listen to these guys go on for about this for at least an hour of that. Nice. <laughs> and seeing seeing the reality of that and the way they they put, you know, this character of Jack Ryan. They really could have called it Jack Ryan and uh, Osama bin Musa. All right. Because of how there's this dichotomy of what's going on with him and his religion and where yeah. he lives um, in the Middle East. And then Jack Ryan and how he perceives that because... There's the next cooler middle ground of that where Jack Ryan's boss, who's uh, the guy who's who's usually um, I, I don't, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. He practices Islam. OK. And I think that should be enough to get anyone into it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, plain and simple. I could honestly go on about uh, about about Jack Ryan. And I think it's got so much layering to it. It's only eight episodes, which is really nice. So it's it's extremely digestible. Yeah. But um, for anyone who looking for for you know the new turn on that, anyone who enjoyed the Harrison Ford stuff in the first place, this is definitely worth looking up on Amazon Prime Video. I have never watched or seen any Jack Ryan anything. Okay, well, this is a great place to start. Okay, good to get a feel for it. And then anything with freaking Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan is always yeah so good. So good. But anyways, that's that's all that I basically got to do nerd wise. I played a little bit of the fractured butthole yeah. on my on my switch, which was fun. Uh purchase but have not gotten to play Undertale. I I did do one other thing. Ooh. That since we last recorded that okay. uh, probably bears mentioning. Say it. I built some fantastic beasts. <gasps> oh, really? Yes. Well, well that's me. Showcase. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> welcome to this week's ep- episode of uh, Can't Let Go. I'm your host, Daniel, joined by uh, the king of the den of bricks. One Mr. One Mr. Richard Schmelz. 
Richard Schmelz, thanks for joining us today on this episode of Can't Let Go. I uh, I see here that you have a new set you purchased. Now, my wife and I also saw this in the store and almost purchased it ourselves because yes. of how clever and cute and little and neat. So, it is. This is the this is Newt Scamander's case of Fantastic Beasts, a literal suitcase, which is a literal suitcase. So. Here on the shot, you'll see it. This is the play set. This is the case. It looks just like the case. It's got the little muggle-worthy tag here and all of that fun business. Now, this actually opens up. It does? To where, let's see. I got to remember how to open it. Because I built it and put it all together. I was like, oh, wow. It looks like it could also just as easily part opening it. Yeah, it does. (laughs) You can open the top flaps and bring out the ladder down into the workshop. And then, if I can pop it. There we go. You pop it right open. Boom. All right. And this opens up into his workspace where he's got the bucket of for the food of the moon calf pellets. And there's an egg in the nest here. And over here is the Niffler nest. So we've got all this gold pieces in here. So cool. Perfect over, for the baby nifflers. Yep. And then we've got the grooming station, the sink, and everything on this. So this is the whole shebang. And then there was also the Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Yeah. American Gryffindor. Yes. Uh, sigil. Animal. Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. Anyway. Representation. We've got an Akami in here. Which I love that Lego has started doing these multicolored pieces. Oh. So. Actually, yeah, I'm seeing that now. before you would get like maybe your basic colors and yeah. then you would get the primary colors maybe. L- looking over it. The most it, colorful. It, looking over at Voltron even, like the Voltron yeah. is very specific and red and it's reds and blues and yeah. Well, when, when Lego started trying to appeal to Green, girls, no. they came out with the elves line and the right. friends line. Right. Yep. Where the minifigs actually had like more cartoony definition mm-hmm. less brick like they had some cool frozen sets too yeah but the big thing that i that really drew me to those sets and i'm probably going to start getting the friends and elves mm-hmm. sets mm-hmm. is the color schemes yeah because those bricks are getting more and more colorful that'd be perfect to do with a niece yep and then we've got a little erumpment here so those are the three creatures that came in it where the erumpment the Thunderbird and the Akami. Here's the hoping that they also release more of the new monsters too. With the little newt minifig, if you can mm-hmm. see him on camera, in his hand he has a niffler. A niffler. A little niffler. A niffler. This guy fits right on top of a peg. He's a little he's got a little guy. He's, so, he's so small. Adorable. So Smallish. this is probably the one piece in the whole set that made me really, really, really excited to get it. This tiny little Niffler. Why is that? Because it's tiny. Oh. And it's a Niffler. And it's cute. And I like it. Also about your Hogwarts castle, though. I'm going to put the Niffler in the Hogwarts castle because it's micro scale. And Niffler's just going to look like a freaking giant. Yeah. Because, like, the, the pieces for the for the micro scale Hogwarts castle are tiny, itty bitty. And that Niffler, tiny. in comparison to the micro figs, yeah. is as if, like, a giant Niffler entered the Great Hall. Yeah. Like, a giant. giant Pretty much, Niffler. like, the Niffler is bigger than Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> on the micro scale. So, that's kind of cool. Oh. 
the chicken leg fell out of the oh sink no. over there. Oh no. Get back in the sink. Get back in there. There we go. Now I can clip the case back together here. And then push the ladder in, fold this down, and turn it back into a regular suitcase. Done. Oh. So cool. So really cool set. Lots of fun to put together. This set got me through, well, I should say while I was putting the set together, I got through the fourth season of Game of Thrones. Mm. So I started season five. Now, this is not the first time I've seen these. I've seen the entire thing, but I had to go through and find something to watch. And I didn't watch Fantastic Beasts and where to find them while I was putting the set together, which would have made sense, but I didn't do it. That's okay. So, you don't need to. I mean, you can watch whatever you want. Truthfully. Pretty much. I mean, I like the teeny tiny nipple though. It's like, what do you watch when you're when you're? Uh, well, I mean, I'll what just, do you do when you're watching John Wick kill people? Like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't have to line up. It's got the little Kowalski dude too with his helmet. With his helmet, or he you wears can give he him to like. You can spin his head around to get rid of the chin strap for the helmet, and then put his hair on. That's so cool. And then he's just regular Jacob Kowalski. I love that they have umbrella. a regular good guy muggle yeah. character in this show. And then we got a happy Queenie. Happy Queenie. Queenie's always happy. And then Queenie's sister that I can never remember her name, which is why I need to watch Fantastic Beasts again. Yeah, potentially. I mean, so. if they made her just a slightly more interesting character, then maybe we maybe. would remember Maybe. Her. But, I mean, maybe something crazy is going to happen in the next episode. Anyway. Perhaps. We'll see. Uh, which, I mean, we might as well move on. To the news at that point because exactly. there was a new. You're crimes. welcome for the segue, Daniel. Thank you so much. Um, there was a crimes of Grindelwald trailer, a yeah. new one with a lot of things that happen. So it. many things. So many things that um, I mean, are borderline spoiler territory, but they're because I'm surprised but, they revealed what they did. But at the same time, I'm. I can only assume yeah. that, like, uh, uh, the trailer, I mean, I don't know, maybe they're not marketing as big of a uh, push for the movie that they thought they would get. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I Johnny Depp as Grindelwald yeah. is enough to get me in the door, and it looks like he's having a blast playing this villain. I mean, they approach him, and they're like, hey, we want you to be Grindelwald. And if he didn't know who Grindelwald is, he said, who? And they said, basically Voldemort before there was Voldemort and he went heck yes yeah because <laughs> it's it's Johnny Depp I'm well, so it's Johnny Depp okay yes. pretty much if you want to make a movie these days you have to have a twist in the last 20 minutes and Johnny Depp has to do a cameo at the end yep that's pretty much at how some it point goes. basically just... so or Brad Pitt in Deadpool's case so uh <laughs> na- n- now looking at the uh we kind of like n- we watched this before the trailer did this get you I don't know it put me on a whole new level of excited it looks like this is going to be full dark not just you know this is going to be for the adults who you know or the the kids who grew up reading the books that this is now adult oriented yeah. you know what I mean well the kids who grew up reading the books are now adults exactly so. and that makes more sense and it's still you know because the first movie was kind of like half for kids half for adults you know what right, I mean where right. it had the the beginning had the magic of the first movie and the end got way dark yeah. got straight up episode seven well, and that's um, kind of the that's kind of the deal was that book everybody seven. Everybody wanted to use it to get their kids in, so that's why the first yeah. one is so. Yeah. You know. um, oh, this for the chat. Now, now with the second one, I could see it being rated PG thirteen easy. Absolutely. Um, there's no way it's not gonna be rated PG thirteen. I think that 
just the way they're going to do things with the characters as well. Um, Queenie looked distraught as all get up in the street. Um, I think that this is either because now there was this this shot of of Queenie in the street. Uh, Queenie is the uh, clairvoyant sister of the American. Uh, yeah, she's orb. an American witch. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, an or, but you know, uh, her and Kowalski, the American Muggle character who is a stand-up guy they have you know yeah a thing there which is awesome um but then you look at the whole queenie crying in the street i'm like this is either because something happened to kowalski something happened to her sister or she's being disgraced and embarrassed in some way or shape or form the whole issue with that really could be anything in my mind because queenie is queen is a mind reader Queenie can, you know, hear thoughts and everything. Mm-hmm. What does somebody like that do in a time of war? Also true. When they're get, when they're absorbing everyone and everything, and everyone is at odds and fighting. I mean, I can't imagine. I can't even imagine being able to hear the thoughts and fears of everyone around me when we're being bombed. That too, because another segment was uh, uh, World War II planes yep. flying flying above them. Um, so, and it, you you know you've mentioned this before. This all takes place. You know the the first Wizarding War took place in yeah World War, World II. War II. So yeah, because Grindelwald wasn't defeated until forty five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So leading up to that is his rise to power. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, it's it's been said before. I'm not going to go into it again. Yeah, but, right. You know, just the parallels of Hitler and <clears throat> Grindelwald and finding the Muggle to blame for all of the Muggle death. That's true. So, yeah. Um, there's all these things. There's that big monster that we keep seeing with it, which is like cat-like with the tusks, but it's obviously got some kind of like slithery snake. In it looks it like looks. a chimera. Yeah, that too. It looks yeah, like yeah, your yeah. typical mythological chimera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not talking the Chimera from uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Play with me. No. No. <laughs> it's too soon. You know, uh, yeah. D- so, and yeah. with that, Rich just burned everyone in the room. It's bit. true. So they... I think that's a good idea for it to be a chimera because they're, you know, they're going to do some things in the formula. Now, if they're going to get dark quick, I think some major character death... Is yeah. coming much sooner than later, uh, especially by the hands of Grindelwald. If we want to see him as a serious threat, a serious villain for the next three movies that they have planned to yeah. release, um, to continue looking at the rest of these, maybe it'll only be three movies. Damn, because they're only releasing them every three years. I don't know. I don't know. I thought there was a plan for five movies. Me too. Five, five total movies. It's interesting. And that might be the case. Also depends on how they do in the box office. Anyway. Right. So, uh, Jeez, come on. Wizarding World, it's... Also true. Most important Here's thing, another billion dollars. Most important thing that I'm looking at right now, though, is the involvement of an Asian character, a witch who is seen at the circus, and this is the partial... St- spoiler territory i don't think this is really you know there if you're if you see a movie ever you're gonna end up figuring this out anyway because they just lay it straight out for everyone in the trailer there is a witch who turns into a snake this has been known in a theory for some time since the beginning said snake is revealed to be nagini 
yes this the seventh horcrux yeah. to be destroyed in uh harry potter yeah. and the deathly hallows also Voldemort's right hand lady who's yeah. also a snake yeah but nagini so nagini is actually a witch a maledictus as i actually when i um when i was looking into it a yeah. maledictus can only be a female um and it is a hereditary curse so nagini's mother would also um had issues with eventually turning into a snake permanently okay so it looks like credence is now with the circus yeah and because he's a freak well, and yeah, he's the Flash from Justice League. He's gonna be a freak. <laughs> <laughs> also true. And he, 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 you know, he says Nagini. I wonder if he figured out what brunch is. It looks like they're they're ah! buddy buddy. So it looks like they're buddy buddy. They're friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, him and Nagini, which is really cool. So they, you know, they're gonna find friends in each other because she's eventually gonna turn into a snake, per, you know, permanently, and yeah. he's eventually gonna turn into what well, probably a dementor permanently. I don't know what that's gonna be. Maybe they're gonna have a kid, and it's a dementor. I don't know. Maybe this is the birth of dementors. Exactly. Well, obviously, between the obscura in um the black orb obscura yeah. in the suitcase. Where Nagini keeps, or we're, we're going to find out that's Ariana. Uh, yeah, I, I exactly. Swear, right. I yeah. swear. That's a really good. I I agree. I think that would be really cool too because I mean this connection that Dumbledore has with with Newt has yeah. to be deeper than what we're looking at. Plus yeah. three more movies worth. I think that's a solid solid yeah. solid theory of yours. But uh, Nagini is a maledictus. I mean, this is. It yeah. looks like she could potentially if she won't be a villain at first. Something's going to change her into hating muggles and you know maybe it's just the mind of a snake to be evil in that world i don't know what it is no that's not true well that's not true because of our boa constrictor and uh the sorcerer's stone yep because that snake just walked away and said thank you also after this happened um someone tweeted at jk rowling and said so after this nagini ends up in a tank in the beginning of sorcerer's stone and jk Rowling tweets back, for the love of God, no, I thought I put this to rest. That is not Nagini. That is a random-ass snake. Yeah. Stop. When did I ever once Stop say... Stop making these connections. Exactly. When did I ever once say... When did I ever once confirm that this dumb snake in the beginning of, of, of the Sorcerer's Stone is Nagini? Not once did she confirm it. And even she's fed up because she's yeah. going to Twitter and she's yeah. like, shut up. No, for the shut up. It is not Nagini. Yeah. I know what I wrote. Did you hear me say that? No. Why are you guys acting like it's a fact? Shut yeah. up. <laughs> it's, it's just. <sighs> Folks, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to lay this out for you. <laughs> there is more than one snake on the planet. <laughs> what? Yes. It doesn't matter how many times I went out in the garden with a shovel. There are more than one snake on the planet. <laughs> Three of them are in this room. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> well, Not cool. I made Watch a, Indiana Jones if you don't believe about no, the more than one snake. One on the wall? One Watch on the, the Last Crusade. Are you, do you really have issues with snakes? Oh, God, yes. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we'll be talking about that in WDMR. Don't like them. I'm just saying. I don't trust anything that move without legs. Okay. So. Not in the water. I mean, I already mentioned earlier, we're going to do, uh, one of the special things we're going to do is an extended review of Crimes of Grindelwald. After we oh, watch yeah. that movie, we're going to pick that apart for an hour and a half so, easy with the ladies. Are, are you ready for my next call? My next theory on this? Oh, sure. Yeah. With, with Nagini? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a witch who eventually just turns into a full-on snake. Yes. So this is somebody that used to have lots of social contact with people and now all of a sudden can't speak. 
And then all of a sudden, a boy starts talking to her and understanding every word she says. So she confides in him and he confides in her. And she becomes his best friend and willing to do anything for him because this is the only friend in the world that she has. Oh, my gosh. There's your connection. For Nagini to Voldemort. So true. No matter how good she was. No matter what uh, type of person she was, once she becomes a snake, once she becomes a snake, she can't talk to anyone because no one will understand a word she says. And if she's a character in this, who's to say we won't see a young Voldemort, which would also be really cool. You yeah. know, the early Gaunt family. Yeah. Oh, which we never saw. And in what's the to say her great grandmother wasn't Slytherin's girlfriend? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Let's connect how it all. did the Maledictus become the Maledictus? All. That's so cool. Let's get off of this because we're going to talk about it yes. in November anyway. JK, I can um, see into your mind. Moving anyway. on through the news. Did you see the Dark Phoenix trailer? I saw the... Uh, the um, X-Men Dark Phoenix, I mean. Yeah, I saw the promo poster. I okay. didn't see the trailer yet. Right, that's okay. It looks like an X-Men trailer. So okay. It, uh, <laughs> what would you expect from a Dark Phoenix trailer? Well, we're going to see each of the X-Men, possibly a surprise one that we're not going to see in there. But we're going to see each everybody on the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's quite all right. Um, we're going to see fire. We're uh-huh. going to see fire and eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to yep, f- yep. see fire in Sansa Stark's eyes. Yep. Um, and a planet turning black. Whoa. That would be cool. It didn't. Okay. Okay, what would you see from a generic X-Men trailer (laughs) is my question. Lots of hair blowing in wind. Yes, exactly. (laughs) No, it is. And that's the the funny thing. Okay, you're going to see a Magneto who's obviously been off the grid for a while trying to get away from everything. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is his third reboot. uh, Yeah, basically, you're going to see a troubled child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doing some crazy stuff. There's your fire eyes yep. on that. Is everyone seeing? My this? God, she's so Brian? beautiful. Uh, no, has is everyone seeing this on the screen? On the video, did no, you did you change it to set video. it up so people can see it? It's no. okay. I don't want it to be too loud. We won't we won't watch it now. I didn't think I made you watch the Crimes of Grindelwald trailer before we started. Yeah, this I'll year. watch this. We'll, we'll watch not, this after. I'm not gonna make you watch this. We'll this watch is this just after. it. Just looks. It, this is your oh my. It looks God. like oh, there you are. Hi, oh, yeah. there. there you are, and now he's gone. Okay. Um, Sorry for a second there. We were seeing through time. It was also delayed by four months. Right after the trailer came out. Don't ask me why it was supposed to be coming out in a couple months. So <laughs> let them reshoot. They just keep reshoots. <laughs> that trailer fell on inc- its face. Let's inc- do something else, including like Disney characters. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm just kind of like at this point. I'm just like it's cool. The, the X Men suits in it look. Like the OG X Men. Okay, suits, cool. Which is cool, you know. Yeah, um, this is cool. apparently set in the '90s. After the last one was set in the '80s, and the one before that was set in the '70s. So they're going by decade. Funny now. story. Uh, well, interesting. Slightly. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, this is the Nerd Archive. It's interesting to me, anyway. You know why those OG suits were the way they were? No. The limits of newsprint color. Ooh. Because the comics were originally printed in newsprint. Right. So they only had a select color scheme to go by. That's dope. That's why the Hulk was green. That's why Wolverine wore blue and yellow. That's why Cyclops has that crazy costume and everything. That It was the limits of newsprint. That's so cool. 
you know. I appreciate that. Now, uh, I'll just do some intermittent small things with the big things here. Gal Gadot has been cast in Death on the Nile, the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Okay, so i got to watch Murder on the Orient Express so I can see Death on the Nile. Exactly. Uh, Although I've read these. It's been years, but I've read these. Oh, the old Agatha Christie yeah. stuffs. Yeah. I'll watch anything with Gal Gadot in it. Pretty much, yeah. I'm not, she's not one of my celebrity crushes because I saw how tall she was in Keeping Up with the Joneses. And I was just kind of like, I don't, I'm not really into women that are seven foot four. So I'm going to, I don't, you know, she's still like good looking, but I mean, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't on my list of celebrity crushes mm-hmm. until she was Wonder Woman. Oh, that makes so, sense too. There you go. Not really into Gal Gadot, really into Wonder Woman. <laughs> exactly. Portrayed by right? Gal Gadot. Not so much into Wonder Woman, portrayed by Linda Carter, although Linda Carter is still super hot. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy apparently had some kind of contract with Star Wars that she wasn't going to be the president the whole time until further notice. So uh, apparently, recently, they've said she's going to stick around until 2021. Or 2022 or something. Basically, they extended her contract. Okay. Because she had one. So, cool. Cool. She's there. They're going to need... I mean, if they're slowing down the movies and they want to see what she can do, which Kathleen Kennedy has proven already that she's very capable of doing very good things as right. the Lucasfilm president. What a, Keep... You aren't... You were going to let her go? Like, what... Why would you make a decision on someone who just wouldn't be there? Maybe she wanted a contract that, you know, limited that so she didn't have to worry about... Being locked into a horrid deal, yeah. Exactly, right? So, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, better the devil you know. She was dealing with Lucas forever, and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden she's got to deal with Disney. It's true. Uh, It makes sense to limit the contract and then choose Uh, her new later. Yeah. I'll just reach out to Ron on Twitter. There you go. Ron Howard, who I'm friends with. There you go. After I said uh, Solo has the best Star Wars twist since Empire Strikes Back, and I'll stand by that. Um, I'll ask her later. Um, Three degrees of Kathleen Kennedy Mm, from this room. So anyways, I digresses. I digresses. Back to, uh, let's do some video game talks here. Actually, no, we'll do video game talks later because there's a lot of things. Uh, Star Wars producer, uh, I think it was Gary Kurtzman. Okay. Will you look this up for me? I feel terrible for not remembering. I wrote it down, but I did not write down his name like an idiot. Uh. A top-notch Star Wars producer, okay, Gary Kurtz. Yep. Yeah. He passed away of cancer. Yeah. At seventy-eight, it's unfortunate. He produced Star Wars. He produced Empire Strikes Back. He produced Return to Oz. Oh uh, wow! Seminal, ruined my childhood movie, and The Dark. How Crystal. could that ruin a childhood? I loved that movie. It was dark. It was so dark. The darkest. It was amazing. I liked it too. Yeah. No. Return. Oh, Return so to Oz was was legit. <laughs> But yes, uh, he did, whoa. and that's amazing. Oh, Gary you Kurtz, <laughs> you rock star! Wow, he uh, produced a Star Wars. Put it. Adult. Not even say it. Put it up. Friendly. Change. Change the screen. Adult themed parody of What's Star that? Wars. Wow. Yep. That okay. is. Amazing. An adult. He did a ripoff of Aladdin as well. Which is awesome. That's great. Wow. The Thief and the Cobbler. Yep. No, that's really cool. This guy. And of course, The Dark Crystal, which is another big deal. Big honking deal. Another gigantic deal. 
movie. We are seeing so. through time here, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you all. I'm time <laughs> Okay, yeah, time tamped that. He's got a lot to do over there. Bing, so, bing, bing. Yeah, I think I'm really, no. This is, uh, it's really unfortunate, but he died. So uh, cheers to the uh, life of Gary Kurtz. Raise a glass to Gary Kurtz. Made the most out of a career. So truly. He probably retired on that Star Wars money. Now. <laughs> if not the adult theme one. Anyway. Bumblebee. New trailer for Bumblebee released. Kevin be happy. Exactly. And he is happy because it has a lot of 80s looking Transformers in it. There nice. will be some kind of flashback to Cybertron. Maybe it'll start on Cybertron. But it, Optimus looks like the Transformer. Optimus nice. in, in the footage. Soundwave can be seen with Ravager popping out of his cassette chest. Nice. It's they are not holding back oh, in this new footage. Okay, I might be on board with this. Do we want to? Let's just watch it right now. Because I, I have. Uh, let's just watch I will it right watch now. It let's just watch it later. Let's just watch it right now. I don't know. We're watching it right okay, now. Okay, fine. Oh, you didn't want to watch the other one. That was another X Men movie. What X <laughs> Men Nine? The hunt for the <laughs> magical bobble. So that was the Bumblebee trailer. Nice. I mean, okay, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm way, I'm way more into it than I was the last three Star Wars, uh, Transformer movies. Right, exactly. And it's I gotta be honest, like just going into this, I was just so skeptical of yeah. like Bumblebee, and they already yeah. said that they were planning on rehashing the whole thing anyway. When I saw this trailer, I was like, okay, they care. <laughs> like yeah. they're doing it right. Fun fact: director Kubo and the Two Strings. Nice. Okay. Cool. And therefore, Coraline. Nice. As well. Yes. The the guy who did this, it seems like he's a real fan. You know what I mean? We see yeah. Cybertron. We see, like, the the actual, like, issue with the Transformers going on. It's not just about these dumb human characters. Yep. You know what I mean? So, it, it look does it look action-y? Yeah, but does it look like they actually care about the Transformers lore this time? So yeah. much so. Yeah. Well, it gives me hope that somebody from Leica Studios is working on this. Mm-hmm. Because one of the big things about... The Leica Studios movies is there's two things you really need. Patience and a true love of the project. Oh. Okay. If you're going to be working in stop animation. Also true. Yeah. Okay. And actual physical stop animation. That means you move it a little bit and take a picture. Move it a little bit and take a picture. A little bit. Take a picture. Right. Okay. Oh, stop motion. Stop motion <laughs> takes enormous patience in an enormous time frame. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, production on on Coraline was what six years? Was it? I, I bet. Say? Well, these box trolls, and all of them. Yeah, any of these movies, any of them, mm-hmm. that take like six to seven years. They're working on three of them now that we won't even hear about. For another two, three, five years. Yeah. Okay, and I, I, I'm a big fan of Leica Studios. I love every single one of their movies. Same. I love Paranorman, Box Trolls. Just my favorite on them, though. Oh, that's a tough call because I really, I really, really, really loved Paranorman. Yeah, same. I was gonna say Paranorman is my favorite. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Up there. What's up, Brian? Is it bad I have not seen either of those? Yes. No. Paranormal? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't seen a lot of things. You haven't seen yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, 
which is still should yeah, be at the yeah, top. Yeah, Brian, you should, there's, we you gotta lock to go you into a room that. and just make yeah. you watch. Go leave the room right now. Stop the recording. We're gonna go watch Scott Pilgrim. We'll be right back. No, don't stop the recording. Um, but seriously, once uh, we're done recording, we're going to chain Brian to a comfy chair. Yeah. We'll make sure that he yeah. has plenty of potato chips and coffee coming. Exactly. But yeah. we're going to force feed him so much media. So much media. Too much. The most media. Anyways, uh, Bill, this is kind of like an adult thing, but I wanted to, I don't know, should we, uh, this is kind of like a, you know what, no, I'm going to save that for WDMR. That's probably going to be a WDMR one. Well, I don't know because we want to do Halloween stuff there, so let's just address this now. Bill Cosby just got three to ten years in prison. Uh, he did. He did. Yep. Kids Good thing he sold pudding pops and not Starbucks. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, that's just news. Let's just address it there. Um, yeah, maybe we just shouldn't if this is going to be a kid show. He's not going to survive it. Um, no, he's, he's, oh, he's not yeah. going to survive prison. No, he's not. Not at all. When celebrities go to prison, they go into, they essentially go into solitary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have to. Because there's so many criminals in there that want to make a name, that would be willing to make a name for themselves being like, I'm the guy who killed Bill Cosby. Yeah, also that true. And also they're not fond of people. You know, there there are people who in there, you know, for, you know, unfortunate circumstances that led to certain things. But there are also people who will completely, um, completely hate the things that he did yep. to end up in prison, too. So for right. that reason, you know what I mean? There's like the top three, three, three things, which is, you know, uh, the inappropriate behavior with children uh, being uh, being a cop. Thank that's you for that. you. That's a gift. Appreciate that. And then the third thing, which is generally um, uh, uh, taking advantage of women. And here we are. <laughs> I, I, I don't think any of those would strike him down in prison. I think the thing that would strike him down is that this, well, the United States of America has a long and storied history with oppression of non-white people and has for a long time. And so yes. for... A long so. time, we've been filling our prisons with non-white people. And the one example that people could hold up for the longest time of someone who broke that mold, a non-white person who played in the white person world, is Bill Cosby. True. So, he, I mean, it's kind of like, and not that I share this viewpoint in any way or anything, but mm-hmm. it's kind of... I've heard people say, I've heard people of color say, he was the standard that showed that black people could be just as funny, successful, important as white people. And now he's an example of, well, none of them are any good. Yeah. And it, it's, it's it disheartening. Sucks. It sucks. No, here's the deal. But I think that if anybody in prison was like, you know what? You were supposed to be our role model, and then you go and do something like this. Yeah. Not to infer, of course, that, that you know, there aren't successful people and role models setting that, that example now, it, obviously. Well, obviously, yeah. But it sucks and, that he was the first and doing and all he was things. And he was big. So. He was the biggest. For the longest time, you could not watch TV in a week without seeing him on your TV. Yeah. In some iteration or another. Between the Cosby Show, his stand-up, his other shows, kids say the darnest things. Yeah, mm-hmm. all I mean for mm-hmm. for over a decade, he was a household name. Hmm? Yeah, 
He had a movie career. He had a yeah TV career. And here we are. So, anyways, it was news worth addressing. Yes. Don't want it. That's not. We're we're, gonna do the deep dive later. Yeah. Right. Uh. Now. Lots of Kingdom Hearts 3 news. <laughs> Brian, will you uh, let everyone see the computer screen? And, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do let's it. Google Kingdom Hearts 3 voice cast. Because the voice has, cast has been confirmed. Now, while, while we find that also, um, why, why do we do this to you? Because it's your job, Brian. You think we pay you nothing for you to sit around and do nothing? <sighs> Brian? Voice cast. Voice, voice cast. cast. Oh, we're getting a Frozen Land. Yes, obviously. So, uh, all of Frozen. Uh, get get us the list. Yeah. So uh, I think it goes without saying, and it's easy. Haley Joel Osment is back to voice. Back to voice. Um, it's in the Shut left. Up, ad. Pause it. Shut um, up, ad. Yeah. It goes without saying, and it's easier. Uh, he's back to voice Sora because he's always yeah. voice Sora. Yeah. So. Wallace Shawn, yeah. Yep, yep, of yep. course you can't Wallace, get away from John Ratzenberger. Wallace Shawn voicing Rex from Toy Story again. John Ratzenberger as Ham from Toy Story again. You've got the original Hercules as Hercules. Um, oh, man. The guy, got Zachary Levi back. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Flynn from Tangled. The entire voice cast, yeah. um, maybe say for the bad guys, of Frozen are back. Yeah. Josh, Josh Gad, Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, or uh, Adele Dazeem, depending on <laughs> how John Travolta you are. And uh, Jonathan Groft is Kristoff. Hey, so, I mean, that's just some top stuff. You know, um, the uh, Donald Duck and Goofy are back. Kevin R. McNally, which is kind of like a stretch, but it's the original Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's cool. Yeah. You know, so generally. Who was Gibbs? So, those are just yeah. confirmed. Who was Gibbs? Who was Gibbs? Oh, the guy who was always sleeping in the pig pen with the lamb chops. He was always the first mate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that this voice cast is just going to get bigger. They always get the coolest people on the voice casts for um, Hayden Penitere. 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 Hayden Planetarium. Hayden. Thank you. (laughs) Hayden Planetarium. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's how we tie Kingdom Hearts 3 to <laughs> She voices Kyrie. I'm sure she's going to be, ba- be back Tyson. Um, uh, Blonde Kid from 7th Heaven Voices Riku David Gallagher Thank you Rich okay. uh, he, <laughs> yeah, Thanks for making eye contact with me And helping me to remember Yeah, I, I, I was like 7th um, Heaven Why like, would you bring that up I know show? right Jeez what's oh. wrong with me I know I shouldn't I Although they did it. have quality I shouldn't, talent on that show but They did have quality talent on that show. God, that show. So that oh. being said, so they he voices Riku, David Gallagher voices Riku, and then they usually just get some like cool people in there here and there. Jesse McCartney voices uh, Roxas. Okay. So I think I think the co- the the cash is going to get bigger and cooler as we get closer and closer yeah. to the game releasing, and them releasing information like this makes me feel so much more confident that we're getting it when we're getting it. You know, yeah. I ha- I lost all faith in Square Enix after Final Fantasy fifteen, but boy, if they're not meaning business with Kingdom Hearts three, I don't lose faith in them based on a Final Fantasy game. Because Final Fantasy is such a large scale project and everything. Yeah. Square Enix, Squaresoft, Square has always has always been hit or miss. But they have always done their best to put out a quality product. Yeah, sure. So a business is a business, especially a successful one. So So for every for every failure they have, they will 
always come back with a massive success. Mm-hmm. Just and not just you know financially, but creatively as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's cool. That's good. They've yeah. always and plus they've got Disney behind them. Well, maybe They're it's not. not gonna, uh, well, yeah, that too, right? Yeah. But also, I think it's part of you know at least faith in the release date is the biggest thing for me, right? Is that I do not ever put you know like I have never. Okay. I have issues just with as many games that get delayed the way they do, especially, yeah. you know, um, that that it's just not, it's become the norm for a game to get delayed right. um, umpteen times, let yeah. alone four times over a year. Right. No, which is no, what I happened with Final Fantasy 15. Now. You know what yeah. I mean? I would rather you tell me it's a year away than tell me it's in three months. Right. And not get it in three months. I would right. rather get it in a year and know that is when it's coming. You yeah. Know? So, but at the same time, they can't say that ahead of time because, then, you know, yeah. we have a whole year to wait. We're not going to think about it, but still build that, build up the momentum. You know, there's ways to do that. But anyways, that's just not today's marketing. Did yeah. you know that Skrillex is a huge Kingdom Hearts fan? I had a feeling. Right. I was not, a, I not that, 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 that familiar with Skrillex. That's okay. Other than dubstep and dropping bass. And yeah. People looking what like works? they're having seizures on a dance floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, well, there was a little hip hop remix style thing in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts Two. Yes, it was really cool with a cutscene and a CGI cutscene. Yeah, Skrillex is doing the opening. Nice cutscene of Kingdom Hearts Three. Nice, which is really exciting. Yes, I think, uh, especially since he's yeah. a fan. He's apparently working with Utada yeah. Hikaru, but all he has to do is remix whatever. Yeah. There's a new theme song that she made for this one too. Okay, so um, I'm a huge fan of Simple and Clean. Bro, oh, that song well, from the is first it? one. And the piano <gasps> themes. The piano themes yes. of these songs uh, are just too good. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. I forget the name of the new theme, but there's a new theme too that's already been released for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's just, oh man. Just keep giving us Kingdom Hearts. It's fine. I know. It's exactly. Fine. Well, them, you know, opening theme release date is January 18th. Well, yeah, Don't Think Twice is the new theme song <gasps> for Kingdom Hearts 3. No, we'll listen we'll no, to it after. No. We, yeah. Yeah. We might be able to get away with listening to trailers in the background. Music, never, no, not once, ever. No, no. just just singing things in tune can get us yeah. uh, uh, flagged on YouTube. We don't want that to happen. Hey, hey, Epic can bully anyone. Epic, Epic, who made Fortnite? Okay, they can bully anyone. Yep, they can make Nintendo hop on the train. They can make Xbox hop on a train, and it's been especially proven. Yes. That they can bully anyone because Sony and PS4 just entered cross-play beta. Ooh. So uh, PS4 is going to have to, uh, I mean, they're doing it right now as it stands. Nice. So cross-play is coming to Fortnite on PS4. This is a big deal because this is, you know, I'm sure Fortnite, I can only assume that with the way the market reacted to that to people not being able to turn on cross-play for PS4, yeah. that Epic went, yo, so we have a bunch of exclusivity things going on right now, but just so you know, we're not going to do any more exclusivity with you if you cannot play ball with these people. Wow. I saw the funniest picture, which it was like uh, of of Minecraft. Nintendo and Xbox put up this picture on Facebook and all over the place that they were getting like really, really excited. Um, And on on the left, it it was like Nintendo and it said, or no, on the left, it was green for Xbox and it said survive. And the right side was red for Nintendo and it said together. That one right there, survive together. And they did that for Minecraft. 
That's awesome. And there's a new one that someone photoshopped PS4 on the far right that says, okay, fine. <laughs> I think it's, I see it there in the related images. Go back one, Go Ryan. back one, Brian. It's no, there. I just found it. Is, okay. everyone, is everyone seeing this? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, well, I can easily do that. Right. <laughs> we have to make the video Sexy Bowser okay. and Super Mario Bros. Yeah, makes the end. <laughs> Survive together. Okay, fine. <laughs> so funny. Ah, yeah, there we go. Just leave it there, Brian. Stop. If you're not, can anyone even see this right now? No. Well, then why are you making such a big deal about opening it up like that? Why do you Survive keep teasing together? me with sexy okay, Bowser? Fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, stop putting it away and, and getting Finally. it out. Anyway. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's so funny. That's awesome. It's so funny. Now you can see it on the video. Okay, fine. <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's awesome. Uh, it's kind of their overall philosophies anyway either yeah basically like un- unless you absolutely sur- uh, like force us to then fine yeah. i don't think that ps4 wants to be missing on the on the fortnite game because fortnite no, is just it is it's it's fortnite massive. is simply the biggest game of the last yeah. year i got texted an article earlier this week yeah. <laughs> from uh from my friend mirna and mm-hmm, carter mm-hmm. this uh my husband thought you would appreciate this the article is from kotaku and it's Epic Games says Fortnite's new breast physics were unintended, embarrassing, careless. <laughs> Typical. Might have to get into Fortnite. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. They might they might say that. Well, they're patching it immediately. Brian. And I'm out of interest on Fortnite. <laughs> Brian, go to go to look up on YouTube for everyone to see. For for everyone to see. Well, let's let him get um, to it Chun, first. Chun Li breast physics. Street Fighter Five. Okay, there was like a boob menu glitch. What's going that, on with Chun Li's breast? Just watch this. This is so ridiculous. I've got to see this. Okay, are we doing this for everyone to see? We're yes. Really? Just okay. All right. Are we watching? There we go. That's fine. It can be T rating. It's fine. Well, it is a video game. It's fine. Mute that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Platform32, for the video that everyone's watching. Everyone yeah. go like and subscribe these guys for being present in our stuff. Now it changed. This is the subtle stuff, I think. Did they? Yeah, before and after patch. Okay. You see the way they keep changing it? And it, it comes in. It's hypnotic. <laughs> uh, it's. <laughs> Look at these things. I am. Believe me, I am. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, not, those things have a life of their own almost. Why would they? Why like would you're they moving them that? around, yeah. So, is, is it the same way in actual gameplay here? It looks like it, kind of. I can't see it that. I, I, I mean, the gameplay well, is too yeah. kind of frenetic, but but it looks like yeah, they have their own center of gravity that just ignores the world and the planet. So before and after, before <laughs> after. All right, I might pick this game. And up it just, now. just. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been patched. Oh, boo! <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. Okay, how can I get a pre-patch? It's not. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Basically, mod it. Yes, but I don't know if that that might not exist anywhere anyway. So you would have to buy a PS4 that has not patched. 
How Street Fighter Five, but also they wouldn't let you play it unless you patched it. So, I how I, dare you? There are very few places where the boob Street Fighter Five. How dare you? Still exists. How dare you tease me with something like that? Then fix it. <laughs> how dare you? You've been so great at looking straight at the camera today. I'm trying. I'm monitor. trying. You're I'm giving it a so shot. Good. I just, I, I appreciate the effort you're putting. I'm gonna in put over a there. mini fig on top of it so we look at him. Yeah. So funny boob physics. You know, uh, I, it's I dig boob game. physics in <laughs> games. I gotta tell you, it's it's a little silly, but whatever. Uh, we talked a little bit about Telltale going under last week, and I'm gonna go into that here now. Are they actually go- going under? Because they were doing layoffs, and typically, if you do layoffs, you are trying to save. The company. Sorry, they did. They did a massive. They might as well be going under. Basically, okay. they kept people around to finish the last project. But what happened? We have more details now. Um, Telltale went down because a f- their, one of their prime financial backers dropped out before, Ugh. right before essential things happened. So. As it stands, yeah, no, basically that's it. They just like lost. So pretty much, they're backing. hunting for a new backer. That's what the layoffs were, is they're hunting for a new backer. If they find one, they can't survive. It sounds like, I mean, hypothetically, maybe they could. You know what I mean? Maybe they could get everything back and rolling, but it sounds more like the people at Telltale. Here's the deal. Something like this, you got to see this coming from miles away, and you got to be able to you know, do right. things about this. You know what I mean? It can't be just a maybe. This couldn't have been a surprise. It just couldn't have. Okay. Not if you're if you're running a company wisely. You're you're seeing where your money is months and months and months away. You know yeah. what I mean. So I doubt this this came this. Uh, I doubt this was a surprise. You know what I mean. And especially yeah. when they laid people off. So either that or they're idiots. Just plain and simple. The people running the show at Telltale would have to be idiots to not see this from miles away. Um, yeah. So that being said, they're either idiots. Or or they no they're just I mean basically they are idiots because they didn't find you know a way to counter this so hundreds of people are without a job now in the in the game development industry and they said they might be able to get people to back them up to finish the final season of The Walking Dead which is the pinnacle work of Telltale is their okay. Walking Dead series, which they've had three seasons of so far. The fourth and final um, just had a second episode released, but they said um, in an article that they might be able to get get it finished with the help of, of more people. Now, that probably isn't going to happen, though, because shortly after that article, it was also revealed that an employee is filing a lawsuit against them because they were not paid severance and they were not given the uh, severance abilities of their health benefits and et cetera. Um, They basically telltale cut the line, the lifeline and said, you're on your own, which is illegal. Yeah. So uh, people are owed these things. So uh, they tried, they're basically trying to break the law. So that is why they're about to get sued too. So and who's to say that you know these these high up peeps didn't see this coming for miles and say well this is going under so why don't we at least give ourselves some you know severance bonuses yeah and those bonuses should be going to other people's severance which apparently a lot of these employees were laid off without severance uh-huh. this is a big issue in the video game industry that um the money is not put together far enough in advance to protect their employees. So it happens a lot in the video game industry for people to basically get the short end of the stick, which is really unfortunate and it's really unacceptable. But, uh, well, that's typically the case in any 
high risk, high reward situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that, you know, you go into this knowing that this could happen. Yes, very All much right. so. Everyone it's, should it's know snake that. handling. You yeah. know the snake's poisonous when you go in. Do you touch it or do you walk away and find something else to do? I mean, that's that's the nature of business, really. Anyway. It is. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's only so much we can do in, yeah. in, in these lights. I really wish these people, you know, I really hope them the best for the sake of the fact that um, here's the deal. There's so many game development places yeah. hiring, you know. Yeah. Well, and and there's so many game development places hiring and all of that fun stuff. But there's also, I mean, Telltale puts out a quality product. They may pull out of it. They may find a backer. Yeah, it's true. I think that this could happen, but also the fact that they are they too deep in because they've laid off so many people. You know what I mean? Um, there were other projects that are going away. Netflix is going to be looking for someone else to do their their uh, Stranger Things video game because they have every intention of doing that. And then also they were talking about um, well, why not tell a, a season a two of Netflix? Netflix, go ahead and get into video games. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, maybe Netflix should just buy Telltale. Yeah, Netflix, buy Telltale. You've got all of your properties ready for video games right there. Through licensing, they can do all the other stuff. Come Mm -hmm. on. Come on. This is how you make more money. I wouldn't be surprised if more things came to light. There are some things about this that are just fishy. Um, Telltale, I thought, was a little too successful okay. with with the amount of Guardians of the Galaxy. They've had Guardians of the Galaxy. They've done Game of Thrones. They've had Walking Dead. These are all top notch. I mean, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are both the you know the the most top notch television shows you can watch, um, or at least Walking Dead was, but. In terms of popularity and the way these things go. I get it. Yeah. I, yeah. You would think that Telltale would be able to keep themselves afloat on things like that. But, oh, Batman, too. You got two yeah. seasons of Batman. What, you know, I want to know what happened here. It, it sounds you got like, like 70 years of Batman. I, it sounds to me like bad decisions were made on their behalf. And that, plain and that's simple. entirely possible. Plain and simple. I'm expecting yeah. more things to come to light. You get as nerdy, this. creative people together and then put them in a business realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either they grab on or. They sink. Exactly. And that might be the situation they might be sinking. So here's the more telltale feature. Yes. News. So because <laughs> we're gonna hear it. Anyways. We're gonna hear about all the video games. Yeah, that's about all I've got this week. Cool. Thank you everyone for joining us for the Nerd Archive. You're gonna hear this again in two weeks. Don't forget. Because we are going to one episode a week. But you're going to see more videos. You're gonna see more fun stuff. More reasons to visit the YouTube and see us do our dorky silly things. Yes. Like um, I just was. Yeah, exactly. You were doing funny things with your face and making the faces. More funny faces from Rich. That's all that matters. Hey, yes. join the conversation on Facebook. Find us. We're When Daniel Met Rich. Or tweet at us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. You can also just email us because we will have an email reading section. Once we have enough emails. Once we have enough email. When, when someone sends us an email. Someone, please. Thanks, Mel. Please. Anyone. <laughs> It's not Rich's sister's off the hook because she sent us an email. Anyone, please. Thank you. Thanks. He's Mr. Bulldobs. <laughs>